Welcome to the Pretty Deadly Podcast. My name is Susie Pollack. I'm a violent crime survivor, a martial artist, and I'm the founder of Pretty Deadly Self-Defense. And I'm Hume Vaseem, a fitness professional and certified Pretty Deadly trainer living in Islamabad. We're exploring the kinds of violence women around the world face, the different ways we defend ourselves on a daily basis, and of course, sharing our self-defense tips and techniques as we go. If there's anything you would like us to explore, send us your questions and comments to hi at teamprettydeadly.com. We'll put the link in the show notes. Hello again, Hume. Hi. Welcome back. <laughs> Welcome back. So in our last episode, we were talking about um, instances when we've said no and when it's offended people and kind of the consequences that women pay for that. And we ended up kind of going in a slightly different direction um, than I had intended. And we shared some stuff that felt a little uncomfortable for us, which I think is really interesting, especially in the context of saying no, because no is such an uncomfortable word for women to say. The last episode, we talked about how people get shocked when we say no, or they get offended when we say no. Um, and we also talked about how often women will say no, and then kind of qualify that no with a but. No, but, or no, and then a justification of actually, I'm a good person. Please don't judge me. I'm just saying no to this one thing. So we can feel so uncomfortable just by saying no. Um, that it kind of it feeds into the whole cycle of no being a difficult thing to accept from a woman and no being a difficult thing for a yeah. woman to say so i think pretty, i'm sorry go ahead yeah i think women need to be taught when they can say no and when they should say yes you know like mm -hmm. there are certain situations where it could be life-threatening and in those situations you it, it's your right to absolutely say a firm no right so just to give some examples and this is something i touched on a little bit in the last episode is that because women are so socialized to not say no and to be uncomfortable saying no and the reason why we're uncomfortable saying no is because we know that that firm statement can offend other people and then escalate a situation into violence so we tend to say yes, or we tend to kind of defer, or we give a soft no, that's not very clear. And then that can be used against us as well. Well, she didn't say no, so I just assume that was consent. Yeah. The people who, who inhabit violence, prey on women, or I don't like to use the word prey, target women, um, because they're aware of our own socialization and they're using that against us that's very much a tool of i don't want to say it's a tool of patriarchy but it's a tool that's that can only exist within patriarchy right and that is used by these types of people who use different aspects of patriarchy against others and they they're the only ones who really benefit from all that stuff so teaching women to say no um, is for us at Pretty Deadly really important, but I wanted to give a couple of quick examples of how the word no or our discomfort saying no being used against us can be life-threatening as you say. So for example, um, 
from a few years ago in Berlin. This was just after our first lockdowns lifted. Everyone was suddenly sort of let out of their houses for the summer, which was great. But at the same time, this guy was running around Berlin raping women. Oh, no. He was finding women. His MO was really easy to identify very early on, is that he would approach women on a bike path or a jogging path, right? And then they'd get pulled off the path, and he'd rape them, and then he'd run off. His approach, though, was to ask directions. So again, this is something that's used against women. You know, we're told all the time in that sort of men are from Mars and women are from Venus kind of way that men don't like to ask for directions. So you kind of figure on a very subconscious level, if a man approaches you asking for directions, he must be different. He must be not one of these men are from Mars, women are from Venus guys, right? So he must be a good guy because he's humble enough and open enough to ask for directions. So and we're also very socialized to help anybody who asks us for help, which they're yeah. also playing on. And that's what exactly what this guy was doing. If he said anything like, you know, can I have something? He knows that a woman is more likely to say yes rather than no. Getting a woman to stop by asking directions and then maybe asking her for something is the time that he needed to be able to make contact and grab her and pull her off her path. It really reminds me of the no game because one of the things that I asked one of my students while I was teaching the course, the pretty deadly course was, can I borrow your phone? And she just said no. She was very good at saying no. Right. So for our listeners, um, we, I want to explain the no game a little bit. So in, a pretty, in pretty deadly courses, um, we use <laughs> games as well as self-defense techniques to help practice all these different parts of our lives and our self-defense systems. Self-defense isn't necessarily for big violent events. It can be for small things too. But our first defense is always the word no. So we want women to feel comfortable saying no. And that takes practice because we're so socialized to not do that. So the no game is actually the entire group in the class asking a series of what start out as extremely absurd questions. Like, let's do an example, Hamid. So I'll ask you the question, right? Um, will you give me an elephant? No. Exactly. So that's, that's the game. It's as simple as that. It's just going around and asking questions and the other person saying no. <clears throat> so we all get a chance. But we start with very, very absurd questions. And then we start changing the nature of those questions to be more of a demand, to be directional, to be the kinds of things that women actually get asked on a daily basis. So yeah. that we can, we can train. It's a very helpful for sure. Yeah. Um, there's also a no meditation and a yes meditation. So no, for, yeah, so you just keep saying yes, 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 yes over and over like one of those bobblehead things like (laughs) yeah yeah this is for people who are very reluctant towards new events or experiences Mm -hmm. so they want to teach them to say yes to you know opportunities and stuff Mm -hmm. but on the flip side we can also have a no game where we just say no 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 Mm -hmm. if you're a person who's usually a pushover i think that would Mm -hmm. be a better game to play 
I wonder what that would feel like as a meditation. I've never done that as a meditation, just yeah. to say no over and over again. I would say it's a mantra more than a meditation because yeah. you're just repeating the word. Right, right. Yeah. It's interesting because in, uh, in the world of acting and improv and comedy, there's also, especially in improv, um, there's also the ideas of yes and no. So when you're practicing improv with partners, you want to get into the habit of saying yes, because that gives the other person something to build on. When you say no, you shut it down. You know, it's because it's 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 difficult to build on a no. Yeah. And you have to start getting really creative to get around it. So it, that's appropriate for those situations. That's not appropriate for real life, even though that's what happens in real life. I say no, and some very persistent creep now is going to get creative think, in finding ways to get around my no. I think generally um, saying yes is supposed to be the more positive thing, and it gets you further in life people like you more that's yeah. why our hearts are so down when you know right. someone like that creep in berlin comes over to ask directions right well yes and no i mean i agree that i think we're told these things about saying yes but i don't think that they're very true um saying no is a fantastic way to also kind of get rid of the stuff you don't need when yeah. I was a girl in school, um, I had a social science teacher. I can't remember if it was social science or whatever he taught, but he gave a lesson. This was in my senior year in high school, and it's always stuck with me because I thought it was, I don't know, it just really resonated. He said, everything has a cost. If you decide to go left, then the cost of that decision is that you don't go right. So by cost, it doesn't mean price. It just means a cost. You do one thing because we live in a linear time frame. We can't do everything everywhere all at once. I just saw that movie. It was great. Yeah. I loved it. I got it. But we we don't live like that. We live in a linear time frame and a linear experience in our three-dimensional world. And if I choose to do one thing, then the cost is the other thing. Yeah. It's like a right? sacrifice. Uh, yeah, I mean, I feel a sacrifice is, for me, a bit of a harsher word, or not harsh, but it's a more intense word. I'm not always yeah. sacrificing, you know, if I choose, if I choose peas over broccoli, I don't really feel like I'm sacrificing, <laughs> much, you know, but there is a cost. I'm not getting the benefits of broccoli in that meal because I've chosen yeah. peas. So I mean, like, something bigger, like, you know, how people choose career over marriage mm -hmm. or vice versa, like, in that yeah. sense. Sacrifice. Yeah, it can go for that as well, too. But by saying no, definitely that's part of that, you know, cost benefit way of being in the world in the way that we're all in the world in many ways. Um, but it also helps us stay clear on our path. Yeah. And I'm also helping other people understand who I am. You know, right. I've been accused of this in the past of um, a long time ago. But you know, you you have you have so many different interests. I don't know what you are. You know, yeah. Or what you, what do you actually do? And and who are you really? And you know, are you really good at anything? Or people have difficulty with others who have you know sort of almost like polymath interests. You know. But nonetheless, 
saying no to other things also helps other people understand, oh, okay, this is who you are. Yeah, because you've given years and years to something and, mm -hmm. you know, you can go, go, you can make a giant leap in that one field as opposed to being a jack of all trades and you know, multiple arenas. Right. That's not to say that there's anything wrong with being a jack of all trades. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with going through life <clears throat> saying, you know what, I'm going to have a little bit of everything and I'm going to enjoy all of it. And that's totally okay also. It is. That's how I lived my 20s. But when I got to my 30s, I thought if I'm a jack of all trades, then I won't really be respected in one profession or one field. So now I've been in one field for many years. And I also feel tempted to do other things, but I have to refocus myself that, you know, mm -hmm. I can do related things, but I can't just completely overhaul right. into a territory. Yeah. Right. So yeah, so being comfortable saying no helps us with that as well. It's not just yeah. about a defense and a barrier to other people. It's also about defining <clears throat> our own path and yeah. helping us figure out where we're going and who we are and what we want to be. Being loyal to develop. one thing. Being loyal to one thing or to a set of beliefs as well. The, the, again, that no helps us stay true to our belief system as well whether that's a spiritual belief or a moral structure or simply what you want to do in the world. You know, you want to um, teach self-defense. You want to build a yoga business. You know, you want to write software, you know. And again, it's fine. I think, as you say, there's some things that you can do that you have the capacity for, but to do everything everywhere all at once, to quote the movie again, or the movie title again, um, means you're never really one thing or another which is also okay yeah i heard a quote which was if you're everything then you're also nothing <laughs> so right. and from a very zen perspective that's perfect yeah yeah it works for some people i guess really wealthy people maybe who don't have bills to pay well maybe but also i mean just from from martial arts practice, from Buddhism, you know, the idea of being nothing is, is that's kind of the epiphany. That's where you want to go is to mm -hmm. be nothing, Nirvana. to be empty, to be an empty vessel yeah. that things just pass through. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if that were the criteria that was a pinnacle of success in the modern world, then I don't think we would be limited to one profession. We've gotten totally off topic. <laughs> I was just going to say. Let's go back a little bit to um, no. So some of the ways that we say no and pretty deadly, obviously no as a full stop. But we can also say no in the way of that doesn't work for me right now. Yeah. Do you have any ideas as well? One I can think of is if someone proposes to you romantically, I don't. Personally, I don't think I've ever been in a situation where I can just say no, because I think it's not just about safety, but it could also tarnish somebody's self-esteem and mental health if you just said no, you, like they would think they're not good enough. So like, I might be wrong, but I just feel like telling them that, you know, they're great in other ways or they're wonderful as a person, but they're not for me. So that's just... 
soften the blow, I guess. Yeah, I think sometimes we want to soften the blow. I do want to supplement that by saying sometimes you do have to say a hard no, because sometimes you get people who just aren't aren't accepting your softer no. Yeah, and you really have to just say no. I'm not interested in you. I don't want to date you. I don't want anything to do with you. Yeah, totally depends on the person. You know, if yeah. if they're like a normal person, then they would agree. Yeah, they would back off. Ideally, yeah. yes. So other ways that we can say no is um, that doesn't align with my focus right now or what I, where I'm going with my life. So I like to use the use words like that's not a good fit or it's not in alignment with um, or that doesn't work for me, I find is a little more cavalier. So I'll use that maybe in a more casual situation. Um, it's not you it's me <laughs> the class i never use well no that's not true i have actually used that um yeah i, I try to stay away from that but one. there's a lot of um ghosting like this is a modern day phenomenon in the world of dating people just ghost you and that's the norm now it is the norm and i don't know how i feel about that in terms of dating um but there are some times where you know, the, another person feels that you're, that they've been ghosted, but actually you've clearly expressed to them, I'm ending this right now. Um, yeah. Romantically, I've used, um, I'm not feeling a romantic connection. Yeah, that's a good one. Or I, I might say something like, um, uh, I'm trying to remember one that I used once with somebody we just we have different goals our goals aren't aligned okay you know, this doesn't yeah, seem like a, like the right fit for me i or, think that is to an ex that's not a lie you know yeah it's not a lie i mean it's it's i'm not interested in lying to people and i'm not always interested in hurting people's feelings sometimes yeah. i don't care but sometimes i do um but it is and that's i mean i have hurt people's feelings and i feel bad about that but at the same time, you know, people have also hurt my feelings. It goes back and forth, you know? Yeah. I feel saying no for women can be so difficult um, as just a hard stop. But I think it's something that women would benefit from feeling more comfortable with. And men would benefit from learning to accept more. It would be a lot easier for me definitely in my life if I can just say no and not come up with excuses or find nicer ways to say it knowing that the other person isn't going to get so offended and shocked because a no is a no it's not necessarily personal I'm not shouting it in your face and telling rejecting you as a human but I'm rejecting what you're offering if you're offering yourself in a romantic situation <coughs> it's a different story but if you're offering you know, chocolate ice cream, and I don't want any, then it's okay for me to say no. If you're offering me a job that I don't want, if you're offering me a salary that's less than what I think I should earn, and you keep ins you keep insisting on that offer, at some point, I'm going to say no. Yeah, it's not what I want. Yeah. And I think that's, that's the other part of no that um, I'd like to see more women get comfortable with, to say that's not what I want. Yeah, I mean, it. it's also a matter of self-respect, you know, if 
you respect yourself, then you will say no. And I think when you respect yourself, you'll also respect the other person. You're listening to the Pretty Deadly Self-Defense Podcast, hosted on ACAST and available on iTunes, Spotify, Audible, and our website at prettydeadlyselfdefense.com and wherever you get your favorite pods.